the reality is that you get stuck, not just in this blame game, but the true pattern is that you continue to take action based upon where your business is at today, instead of taking action on where your business will be in the future. The only way to grow your business is to take action based upon where you want your business to go and not where it is. You are listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. Hi, I'm April Porter. And if you're new here or you haven't heard it in a while, I thought I'd introduce myself to you again. I'm an attorney, a former award-winning multi-unit franchisee, and the CEO of Ask April Porter. And I help franchisees fill the gap between what the franchisor gives them in regards to the model and the business strategies, the mindset, and the leadership skills that allow them to scale to be top performers and multi-unit owners. So welcome back. Sometimes franchisors and I are not on the same page. And when that happens, it is mostly because the franchisor is looking at the problem from the franchisor perspective and they're also looking for a solution from their franchisor perspective. Whereas I am always looking at things from the franchisee perspective. But there are some times where franchisors and I are on the same page. And I just actually had that opportunity today when I was speaking with the franchise consultant, which is a corporate employee of the franchisor who helps franchisees internally understand the model and the operations within each unit so that they can be optimized and the franchisee can reach the highest level of success possible using those model tactics. And we were talking about what is the biggest obstacle to a franchisee's success. And in this regard, we actually agree. Now, before I tell you what it is, it's not the only obstacle to a franchisee success. And we've all know that there is a wide spectrum of franchisee support and empowerment in the franchising industry. And there are excellent, amazing franchisors that want to give their franchisees every possible resource to be successful. And then there are some franchisors that quite frankly struggle with how to even run their internal operations on the corporate side and are not capable or do not have the desire to support their franchisees at uh, the level the others are. So the, a lot of times there can be many obstacles to a franchisee's success, but this is the biggest obstacle to a franchisee's success. And it is the fact that a franchisee, and really this applies to all small business owners across the board, whether they're franchisees or not, but it's the I don't know what I don't know factor. Okay, so this phrase has been probably overused for decades and that makes it lose some of its impact. What we're going to do today is a deep dive into what does it really mean and how is it truly impacting your business? 
because it is a very important and true statement. First, we have to recognize that becoming a business owner involves a lot of ego. <laughs> now, you may be saying, come on now, I am a humble person and I really got into business to serve others. I'm absolutely sure that that is true. But the reality is that less than 1% of our population will ever become a business owner. And through franchising, at least there's, there's a few more business owners, but it's overall, it's less than 1% of the entire population. So we're going to do a little bit of math here. So you can check it out if I'm being accurate, but there are about 750,000 franchisees in the United States. And there's a population of approximately 332 million people. So when you do the math, it shows that there's only 0.2% of our population are franchisees. Now, that's actually quite a bit of population to fall into a single category. But what we're looking at is the other 99.8% of the population that is not and will never be a franchisee. And the question is why? Well, to become a franchisee, to become a business owner at all, you have to be confident. You have to be confident that you can succeed. Nobody is going to make the type of investment that it takes to purchase a franchise fee and open a storefront location, do a build out, hire employees. No one's going to make that kind of investment if they believe that they are going to fail. Can we agree? Of course. So what that means is that franchisees go into this being very confident that they are capable of succeeding. Many times franchisees aren't experts in the subject matter itself. For instance, a lot of people who open a tutoring company have a background in education. Perhaps they were teachers or administrators of schools. So they are actually already an expert in what it takes to interact with children, how to teach curriculum to children, and probably even math, science, reading, and the actual subjects that they will be teaching the children. Just like when I owned a gym or four gyms, <laughs> right? I had been a fitness instructor and before that a dancer. And all of that played into my confidence in teaching people and training them through physical fitness. The other thing that franchisees all have in common is that they believe what they don't know, the franchisor will provide. So they're going in super confident. I know I can succeed. And I, one of the reasons I know I can succeed is because I was the very best teacher and I'm going to go in and I'm just going to teach these kids though on my terms and I'm going to make a better salary doing it. And those things that I don't know, well, that's what the franchisor is for that. They're going to provide all of that. So the result of this line of thinking is to have a pretty big ego. It's like, I don't need to do much other than be myself and wait for the franchisor to give me the special sauce, right? The problem is, is that ego, your ego is constantly looking at situations based upon how you've succeeded in the past. And your ego is confidently attempting to replicate the results you've had in the past. Well, guess what? You don't want the results you've had in the past. That's why you own a business. And every day you want to do better than you did the day before so that you can scale this puppy and you can reach your swag, your sanity, wealth, and gratitude. 
that lifestyle that we all dream about, right? So do we really want to be as successful as we have in the past? Well, let's take a look at our past first. Most of your business owners, most of you out there are high achievers. You have accomplished a lot in your lifetime. In fact, if we go back to high school and we look at it, when you had a group project, which like the dreaded group project, right? Where your grade was dependent upon other people's work ethic and product. I'm sure there were times out there because I talk to my clients about this all the time where you decided, hey, if Joey isn't gonna pull his weight in this group project, I'll just do it for him. I'll just make sure we complete the project so we can get the A because I'm not gonna let somebody else take me down or influence my grade. And there was probably a lot of confidence in the belief that I can do it faster. I can do it better. Just step out of my way and let me do it. I don't need your help. That'll actually take longer than if I just did it myself. To, to show you how to do it will take longer than if I just do it myself. All right, so that might be one scenario. Another scenario, maybe you were the captain of a sports team and you actually experienced where you felt everyone was pulling their weight, working together to reach a common goal and you were the leader. And so you're like, you know what? I'm very inspirational. I can lead a team. So in this business, when I have employees, I know how to talk to people and I'll get everybody pumped up. I'll get them buying into our culture, buying in, into our store spirit, and we will meet all of our goals. The problem is, is that when our ego is involved in those memories, it tends to believe we were the catalyst for all of the results. Instead of thinking through, well, actually though, they did ha have a coach, they had other influencers in their lives, other leaders, teammates. So while I might've been very inspirational and a big component of our success, all of those other aspects and those other people fed into the individual teammates experience and that contributed to their attitude and to their ability to perform. So our ego doesn't allow us to see that. Our ego starts to tell us that, you know, hey, we know what we're doing. And we it's easy to apply that to business ownership. When we dive into business ownership, sometimes we experience that it doesn't work. It doesn't work exactly like we thought it would, or we're not getting the results we expected. And that's when we have we risk believing that it's not our tactics because those tactics worked in the past. I mean, just because I said, get out of my way, I'll do it myself rather than letting my employee do it. That's not the real problem because that always worked in my group projects at school or my, the way I'm leading and the way that I'm, that I'm communicating in my team. That's not the problem because it always worked in the past when I communicated to my team this way. So when we start to believe it's not me, and I'm not saying this is even on a conscious level, it could be on a subconscious level where our ego's like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? It may not even cross your mind that it's your tactics or your communication that isn't working, or even to look at those things as possibilities that aren't working. Your ego just skips right over that and says, why isn't it working? And sometimes it lands on the fact that it's the model that's not working, or maybe your mind lands on the fact that, 
Well, it's the franchisor who's not pulling their weight or doing their part. Possibly it's the employees, or it might even be, you know, that digital marketer that I hired, they didn't do their job and get the results I needed. The point is, is that you end up landing on the blame game. Now, when I say blame game, this again could be subconscious, which means you're not walking around grumpy and treating everybody with disrespect or being angry at people all the time. It could just be an subconscious blame of, I'm not gonna be reflective and take a look at what I'm doing in all these different aspects because I have to believe it's in these other areas. This is really tricky because at many times you are taking accountability. In fact, you might be taking such great accountability for your actions that you start blaming yourself. So one scenario is I'm not thinking about what I'm doing at all and I'm blaming all these other, other people or aspects of the business, but alternatively, you could be like, oh my gosh, what am I doing wrong? I must be doing everything wrong. Nobody's listening to me. This isn't working. My, I, I can't get employees to show up for work or do what they're supposed to do. And I'm working so hard. I'm working like 80 hours a week. And my, my spouse is upset that I'm never home and I just can't do anything right. Okay. So regardless of where the blame goes, when our ego is involved at this level, it's going to result in blaming certain things for the lack of success that we expected. So how do you get out of being in this blame game? So you get stuck in the blame game because you don't know what you don't know. And you don't even know how to look for something or someone to fill in the gap of what you don't know. So your only choice is to keep implementing things in your business that you believe will work based on the fact that those things have worked in the past. And if they don't work to the way you expect or to the standards that you want, you don't know what to move to. You don't know how to change your tactics. You don't even know what other options are out there. So you just tweak the thing that you're currently doing. And you tweak and you tweak and you tweak and you tweak. And ultimately that's how you can spend three, four, five years feeling like you're on a hamster wheel or in a plateau because you're taking what worked at some point in time and you're making small adjustments thinking that eventually it is going to pay off and change the trajectory of your business. Meanwhile, there's this entire void of I don't know what I don't know. And there are a million answers inside that void. There are strategies that top business owners are using that are hidden in that void. There are thought processes and communication skills and leadership opportunities in that void that millionaires and billionaires are using to run their organizations that even have vocabulary surrounding them that you've never heard before in your life. How do you access that? How do you get out of the pattern of being stuck in blame and access what's in that void if you don't know where to look or who to turn to or the fact that it even exists? And that's the biggest obstacle to franchisee success. The reality is that you get stuck, not just in this blame game, but the true pattern 
is that you continue to take action based upon where your business is at today instead of taking action on where your business will be in the future. The only way to grow your business is to take action based upon where you want your business to go and not where it is. I'm going to give you an example. I literally was in a mastermind today because I participate in my own professional development with peers that are coaches, consultants, and strategists all over the country. So in this mastermind with my peers, one of my peers, Christine, tells me she needs to hire a salesperson. And she said, you know, I really need someone who is hungry for the commission. So I'm going to give them a lower base pay and give them a higher commission percentage because I need that kind of salesperson who just wants the commission, wants the commission. And then she said, because I've really, really thought about this and I can only afford to pay someone X amount for their annual salary. So I don't want, so that's how I think we can get there. And I said, Christine, what I hear you saying is that today you can only pay X for an annual salary. But the whole point of getting an amazing salesperson into your business is so that they will generate revenue for you, 10 times the revenue that you're experiencing today. If you want the person who's capable of bringing in 10 times the revenue of what you have today, you can't hire someone on a salary meant to only bring in the revenue you're experiencing today. And business owners do this all the time. You're making decisions based upon the facts as they currently are and not based upon the strategies that you put in place and the results that they will produce. And that's a hard thing to switch when you don't know what you don't know. So how do we break this pattern and how do we fill in the, I don't know what I don't know gap? Number one, you have to understand that I don't know what I don't know will always result in you acting based on subconscious assumptions. Something's working in your business and when it's working, you're not even going to look at a way to change it. Why would you change something that's working, right? But the reality is, is that just because it's working for the way your business is running today, doesn't mean it's working for the, where you want your business to go. So how do you optimize it? Now, if you try to explore the way to optimize it and there is no way to optimize it, that would be a huge waste of time. So you don't just want to start auditing everything in your business and then doing a ton of research for every little thing to find out if it could somehow impact your business and create, you know, a 10 times the results, which brings us to number two, you have to surround yourself with the people who already have businesses where you want yours to go. You have to find people with more experience than you, diverse experience from you, people that can recognize these patterns that you're doing where you are just working on the business as is 
and they can point it out to you and then show you another way. People that can help you expand your perspectives and expand your thinking and teach you how to evaluate situations with a completely different perspective and knowledge than you've ever had before. That's what you need to do. And so many times when we're franchisees, we look to our fellow franchisees and say, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And 99%, those peers that you have in franchising, their businesses are right at the same level as your business. Even those that are at the top 10% and you're calling them up and saying, well, what are you, what are you doing to get there? Guess what? They can't give you a magic pill and give you a single tactic that they are doing that brought them to the top percent. It takes looking at your entire business with the perspective of how do I fill the gaps of what I don't know that I don't know as a whole. So if you want to diversify the people that you are surrounding yourself with, and if you want to learn some of these strategies and some of these gap fillers that you have never heard of before, then come and join us at our next free Release Your Business Beast Bootcamp. You can click the link to join our waitlist or get in on the next one we're hosting. And in the meantime, you can reach out to us and potentially be a guest on the podcast where you let me know one aspect of your business that you'd like an audit on, you'd like some different eyes on, and I will give you a strategy right here in 20 minutes specific to your business to help fill in that gap for you. So until next time, I'm wishing you infinite success. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.